0: Welcome to the Deep State of Mind podcast. This is our 12th episode. I'm here, as always, with my co-host, Gribble. What up, y'all? So what we do here at this podcast is that we like to explore... The weird and the lesser known when it comes to conspiracy theories. You know, I've I've watched a lot of things about conspiracy theories. I've read a lot of things about conspiracy theories. And they like to tread the same ground with, like, the same, you know, 10 or so conspiracy theories. Hillary Clinton eats babies. 9-11 was an inside job. JFK, CIA. You know, the usual
1: stuff. The rookie shit. Yeah,
0: Gribble and I wanted to start this for the deep cuts.
1: The weird and wacky where you can really let your freak flag fly.
0: <laughs> all right what have you got for us this week Grib?
1: i'm gonna be talking about how pornography is mind control uh <laughs> that that's pretty much it <laughs> it gets it gets weird it gets weird it gets a a little a bit of anti-semitism well a lot of anti-semitism yeah and just weird religious uh you know zealots and shit like that
0: I've i've definitely heard that one before it's it's one of those fun ones, because those people with, like, statue avatars from ancient Rome are like, Do not look at the titties! Yeah. They will corrupt your soul!
1: And talking about, like, um, like, moral decay and the fall yeah. of Western society and all this stupid shit.
0: Haha, <laughs> come button go burr.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, today, what I'm doing is one of my favorite theories, probably my favorite conspiracy theory of all time, uh, and it's one of those, you know, very simple, fuck you, science is fake theories, and it is the atom bomb isn't a real thing, that nukes are completely faked.
1: And we we did briefly discuss this on our live stream. Yeah,
0: I think I cut it out because you, uh, you spoke about something that could get us banned from certain platforms.
1: Yeah, thanks to Mister <laughs> yeah, Jones. Yeah, sorry, I had to. You... Which sucks because it would be a fun thing to just talk about from like a non-crazy person perspective, but Jones has ruined it.
0: So if you want to hear, if you want to hear the the hottest of hot takes from us, you're gonna have to go over to our live stream next time that we do one in another ten episodes.
1: But you know, we probably should play it a little bit more safe on um, streaming sites like. Spotify and Apple. So, <laughs> hey, hey, um, Spotify CEO, if you're listening, we don't believe any of these conspiracy theories except ones that are about the CIA doing bad things. <laughs> That's it.
0: Yeah, yeah. The- this is just all for a goof, all for a laugh. So, for educational Mr. Tim Apple, purposes. please do not censor us. Speaking of the censorship of uh, conspiracy theories, well, like you know, we've gone over on the show before. Sort of, you know, the the, the dangers societally that certain ones compose and all of that. I do hate that it's harder to find fun, weird shit on search engines. Like, anytime I look up conspiracy theory on YouTube, it's all like, Bill Nye the science guy calls you gay for believing in conspiracy theories.
1: Yeah, and I mean, like, for my topic um, this week, you know, about pornography, <laughs> it was actually very hard because I typed in, um, porn is mind control, because that was my topic on Google. <laughs> oh. And all I got, all I got was, like, porn. <laughs> so, <laughs>
0: mind control
1: porn. Yeah, and I was like, this is not what I fucking wanted.
0: <laughs> no, all the, all the ones that I got were just, like, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson owns conspiracy theorists. It's like, I don't care. Ugh. Tate, sort of the smug hi i'm gonna tell you why hillary clinton isn't eating babies' brains like we don't need a scientist to explain to us
1: well uh, yeah like the the smugness is fucking stupid and and like from my perspective i have a very deranged sense of humor so if you tell me hillary clinton is killing children with a katana that's gonna make me laugh my fucking ass off
0: Yeah, the idea of Hillary just holding a katana is uh, some (laughs) top-notch content.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like, it's
0: funny. It's fucking (laughs) funny. funny. So there's a small handful of cranks and what have yous that believe this. And the technical reasoning behind it isn't really the crown jewel of this theory. Uh, It's rather the kind of greater social and geopolitical implications of nukes being a myth. Not really the people who are like, science isn't real, science is bullshit. It's it's all fake. I don't need to give you evidence.
1: Just, um, would, would that come from, like, the, the religious type? No, it comes from, like, I don't know, there's
0: a certain type of person who's, like, in so deep they don't have any sort of coherent ideology. They're just, like, like nothing screaming at the void. Only what I research in my spare time, through my own eyes, is truth and everything else is made up
1: it's not like the hyper religious that like you know because they don't believe in dinosaurs they also don't believe in this giant portion of just general earth science and all that shit
0: it doesn't come from any sort of religious thing it comes from more just i don't trust the government which you know the thing is with a lot of conspiracy theories is i can't blame people for hating and mistrusting the government. Like that's like the one big tent pole of conspiracy theories that I can't like dismiss because yeah, the government is constantly up to fucked up shit.
1: I think you should not trust the government, but disclaimer,
0: you shouldn't trust Alex Jones either.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like like don't replace, you know, like your trust in the jo- government with trust in Alex Jones because now you're going down a completely different path than like what is, like, even slightly socially acceptable.
0: I like the, the like, people who are so far in it that they think that Alex Jones is controlled opposition, which will be a future theory.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, yes.
0: That is a conspiracy theory that pisses Alex Jones off so much. I really want to see, because I live in the same city as him, I really want to see if he'll come onto the podcast for, like, you know, even 30 seconds to just scream at us.
1: I would pay money for that. Yeah, right? Would, like he is a man that like I hate but also like he infatuates me with just his weird meme-like status.
0: Yeah, no, he's like such a strange figure that I don't know cuz I've I've yelled at him in person. So the people who really push this idea that nukes aren't real are a man named Akio Nakatani. Miles Mathis, and Anders Bjorkman. And I just want to stop on that one name. (laughs) Bjorkman. Anders Bjorkman. Like, that sounds like... It it sounds made up. It sounds like an American making up a fake Scandinavian name on the fly. Oh, absolutely. Like, hello, my name is Anders Bjorkman.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: Fucking love the name. Bjorky baby. So a lot of the reasoning behind this is just sort of a fundamental misunderstanding of science from people without expertise in the field of, you know, nuclear physics. They basically say that the reaction inside a nuclear weapon is impossible, largely working off of outdated scientific concepts before we discovered everything about atomic structure.
1: Well, is, isn't, like, a lot of that stuff kind of secretive, also?
0: Well, the... Every bit of information you could need to know about atomic weapons is readily available uh, online and in textbooks. You know, when this stuff was originally being researched, it was the the most secretive government project to really ever be done. But these days, it's all pretty open stuff. I have a friend who's... who's I think he actually already has his degree in nuclear physics. I was going to say going to school for it. That I could just hit up and be like, explain to me in dumb people terms how atom bombs work.
1: Don't you just... Split an atom? <laughs> yes. Isn't that no? <laughs> yeah. Don't you yeah, just take an atom and just split it in half, and it just makes a big explosion?
0: A big old boom. No, it's it's a chain reaction of uh, sort of the energy from an a- atom being split. Um, but yeah, that's basically that's basically it.
1: Like, is that the dumbest people speak for it? Yeah,
0: yeah. Is basically it's a chain reaction where like one. An atom with sort of a very great mass, you know, one little thing gets shredded off of it, and it starts a chain reaction that causes them all to go, pew pew." I guess that's uh, the dumbest explanation.
1: Huh, okay. (laughs) All right.
0: Yeah, a piece of evidence used is that the propaganda film depicting nuclear tests is fake because there's a photograph on Wikipedia for the film's script. Instead of saying, yeah, somebody has to cut together and narrate all of these nuclear tests, uh, Miles, who I'm specifically going off of here, instead says that the entire thing was propaganda film created with conventional bombs and sort of video trickery.
1: Okay, so very uh, what uh, along the same lines as, like, moon landing and shit like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, where people think that all of the tests and all of sort of the footage that we have was created out of just, like, large bricks of TNT, and we just said that it was a nuke because people would take our word for it.
1: I mean, yeah, that makes sense, I I guess, but I,
0: yeah. I don't really believe it. <laughs> I mean, Here's you know? the thing, is that thinking nukes were fake the month after we nuked Japan... That would make sense. That would make a lot of sense because basically, before we did it and sort of showed the world that it could be done, people thought that a nuclear bomb was largely impossible. You know, it was theorized, but it was kind of seen as something that wasn't really possible to be done. And really going into it. But then it just happened. And also going into it, we did not know what we were doing. There was a non-zero chance that the Trinity test, which was the first time that an atom bomb was ever detonated, there was, like, a small but distinct enough possibility that the entire atmosphere would ignite.
1: Oh. Yeah. Wait, like, Armageddon level, just the whole fucking planet's atmosphere just lights up? Yeah. Oh, that's fucking terrifying, actually.
0: Yeah, no, they were like, this could happen, but fuck it, press the button.
1: I mean, what's the worst that could happen? <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> like there's the Axis powers, what else could go wrong?
0: <laughs> imagine ending World War II just by, like, destroying all life on Earth.
1: <laughs> that would be so fucking dramatic. <laughs> like, that's so dramatic. I just it's imagine Hitler, though.
0: like... Stepping out onto his balcony well, and being fuck. like, huh, sky's on fire.
1: <laughs> That's kind of fun. Yeah, I like that. I actually like that. But um, yeah, it's still terrifying.
0: One of my favorite pieces of trivia regarding the atom bombs. Another one is that the area where we did a lot of the research, people thought that it was the government conducting um experiments on how to create a communist u- utopia because the place where we did all of the research, is that we basically made a entire town. Like, a secret government town made completely up of people working on the project. And it was, like, an entire, like, government-run society down to sort of every last detail.
1: Wasn't that in Washington State?
0: I don't know. Um, I just kind of want to fire off a few quotes from the PDFs I found about this. Okay. Because they really sort of highlight the unhinged nature of it. So the first one is from our good friend Miles, um Miles Mathis. Which sounds like a it sounds like a Spider-Man ass name. Like Peter Parker, J. Jonah Jameson.
1: Yeah, it does actually.
0: It's like a syllable away from Miles Morales. Yeah. One of these um quotes is What got me back into this topic was a chance to return to the Wikipedia page for Lookout Mountain Air Force Station in Laurel Canyon, which played a prominent role in my exposé of the Tate Manson event. If you remember, that was a small military station hidden away in the hills of Los Angeles, which was built in 1941 to create government films. It expanded in 1947, year one of the CIA. It produced thousands of propaganda films, and this is admitted. It was said to have been closed in 1968, but we know that was a lie. Lookout Mountain is thanked in the credits to Return of the Jedi in 1983, so it must have still been open then. They want you to think that it was closed in 1968 so you can't connect to the Tate Manson event in 1969. But, the Wikipedia page has actually been rewritten in the past year to change the date to 1968. When I was writing my tape paper, I saved a copy of the Wiki page, and at that time and date of closing, it was listed as 1969, not 1968. So they've rewritten the Wiki page in response to my tape paper, it seems. It is not the first time a wiki page has been rewritten or scrubbed in response to my papers.
1: So he's at war with Wikipedia?
0: Yeah, this guy thinks that Wikipedia is constantly being edited whenever he uncovers some hidden truth.
1: So, (laughs) how do we know it's just not, like, some dude fucking with him? (laughs)
0: Okay, that would be great. I would just imagine it was just unrelated. It edits to the Wikipedia article, and he was like, oh, they're changing it so that they can cover up the truth. Rather than just, like, some guy being like, oh, this dates off by one year. I gotta change that.
1: I like to imagine it was some guy, some random, like, internet troll that saw this dude, like, being all conspiratorial and fucking, you know, weird as hell. And just kept, like, changing it in response to everything he says. Like, very, very Chris Chan about it, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. That would be very funny. As uh, somebody fucking with a guy by uh, changing tiny little details yeah. on Wikipedia pages. Nobody but those two guys read.
1: Okay, I might be wrong, but can't you see, like, who edits a Wikipedia page? Yeah. So, I mean, was that a feature when this guy was going on about that? Like, could he not have just checked who edited it? No, this...
0: I'm pretty sure this this was done in, like, 2016, oh. which is when Wikipedia had that.
1: Yeah, so he had nothing to say about... like. I mean, you know what I mean? He could have, like, gone on to say, like, oh, I checked the editor of the wiki page, and it seems to be some random account only created yesterday. Like, that would be a little bit more compelling, but it seems like he isn't making any kind of comment about that, which makes his argument way less compelling. Unless he was editing it himself! Oh, uh, it's kind of like
0: how sometimes just to survey land, the state will pay for a helicopter to like fly over certain areas just to, you know, take photographs and see just cause you know, there's, there's natural events like mudslides and stuff that change terrain and they kind of want to have an updated, uh, idea of what things look like for emergency services and stuff like that. Uh, right. And then some guy sees a helicopter overhead and he thinks that it's the UN coming to take away his freedom. And I think it's just, it's just the online version of that.
1: So just general paranoia about everything.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's what, that's what I, what I see it as. Andrews Bjorkman takes a different approach. Um, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So he instead just sort of uh, screams into the wind about it without providing any sort of semblance of evidence and he kind of sprinkles in some weird shit about how covid is fake into his paper
1: oh so this is recent
0: yeah no this is in 2020
1: oh wow okay so unlike other
0: theorists who just sort of misinterpret science and you know bullshit their way through three or four pages with a smattering of nonsensical evidence bjarke baby just goes on a rant. he's like (laughs) no it's not real they're all lying it's fake Okay. So, check out this this fucking stellar quote from this guy. Today, 2020, I know nuclear radiation is harmless.
1: Oh, it's not that it's not real, but it is real and it's completely harmless.
0: The quote goes on to say, It is just easy to detect by Geiger meters, etc., but cannot harm anything. Only uranium and plutonium metal dusts are poisonous, like arsenic. Completely different thing. It is very easy to fool people with, and this is in bold and italics, Fake news about fake, invisible nuclear radiation and a fake virus killing us all. Various international organizations like the WHO and the IAEA are controlled by gangsters supported by media to fool us.
1: Ooh, back to the mob, huh? See, <laughs> yeah. okay, but he's taking an interesting approach because he doesn't seem to be afraid of, like, radiation or electromagnetic waves, stuff like that, which, I mean, it, that's, like the thing in conspiracy thought you know what i mean like the 5g shit like bluetooth yeah yeah. um you know microwaves he is certainly built different he yeah he is built different i'm gonna give him that one like honestly gold fucking star for like really breaking out of the herd like that i'm actually like that's so a lot
0: of people might wonder what about hiroshima and nagasaki People like saying that they were just firebombed or had large quantities of TNT secretly brought in and detonated.
1: I mean, I don't think the people of Japan would agree with that. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like, it's 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 funny, like, you know, the, the like, um Westerners slash Americans, right? Being like, no, that didn't happen to them. And, like, the whole country of Japan is like, um, <laughs> were you there? <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, they were there. Like, I mean, and still, there are plenty of people. I mean, especially with, like, um, Japan's life expectancies and shit like that. Like, they live forever, right? There are so many people who are alive in Japan right now who are alive when the bombs dropped. And, like, so uh, these guys are just saying, like, "Mm, no, that wasn't – that didn't happen. I wasn't there, but I know – I wasn't (laughs) there, and you were there, but I'm here to tell you
0: it didn't happen. It's, like – it's, like, a massively scaled-up version of uh, school shootings or false flag events.
1: Like, I can't even say from personal experience, right? I mean, it was, like, a minor school shooting, but, like, uh, my sophomore year, the neighboring high school to mine, um, they had a school shooting. And I it was, I believe, like, five or six kids died, right? Um, mm-hmm. It was, like, it was very, very scary. Like, we went into lockdown yeah. and, like... Um, they were a pretty, like, prominent and, like, well-known family in the area. So, like, everyone was like, holy shit. But, yeah, you know, it was a very minor school shooting. I don't even think it broke national news, you know?
0: Yeah. But, it, like...
1: It's fucked up that that I... That's
0: a classification? It was just a minor school shooting. Only, like, six people died.
1: Yeah, isn't that weird how I can say that and yeah. it makes sense because I'm American? But, you know, it didn't even break national news, but, like, there were, like, conspiracy theories... About it, about it being a false flag, and we're all sitting here, like, everyone in the entire county knew these kids, knew the families, like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? And it was, like, some dude from fucking Nebraska, like, that didn't happen.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's never people from the area. Nobody, no person who's in a community that experiences these kinds of tragedies would be like, nah,
1: Yeah, so I guess, like, myself and every student attending high school and every high school 20 miles, like, around that high school, right? I guess Mm we're all crisis actors by, like, these standards, you know what I mean? So I I guess it's absolutely, like, just, you know, with the bombs, like, the same fucking thought process. So if there's any, you know, elderly, like, 85-year-old Japanese person that was like, oh, yeah, I was a teenager when that happened, they're going to be like, oh, well, you're a crisis actor, (laughs) It, it it's kind of a it's kind of a fucking like like how do you even argue against that? You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. The thing is that uh it's not actually really an argument that it was a uh a bunch of crisis actors. What people say happened to Hiroshima and Nagasaki is that a whole bunch of TNT was secretly delivered and also we released mustard gas, which is what caused sort of the radiation sickness. Uh, Which is a lot more difficult wait. than just dropping a bomb.
1: Wait, can you get radiation sickness from mustard no, gas?
0: No, no. The idea is that what they passed along as radiation sickness was actually the effects of chemical weapons.
1: Mustard gas was, like, the big hot new thing, you know, what, 20 years before, during World War One? So, you know, you can compare the effects that the soldiers had when they were exposed to mustard gas and the effects of, you know, the Japanese citizens exposed to the bomb. Or you
0: could just look up the Wikipedia page for radiation, and, uh, this whole thing would be done (laughs) and over with. Yeah. Yeah. One point raised is that the specific type of bomb that we first dropped on Japan had never been tested before. We had tested similar bombs, but we'd never tested specifically the type of bomb that we used, uh... When we first dropped them, and it was actually largely a failure. The first bomb that we dropped only around two percent of the nuclear material detonated.
1: Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah, I I remember reading about that in school.
0: Yeah, the the incredibly terrifying thing about nuclear weapons is that the only time that we used them, it was like like weak as hell. It it was the Reggie of nukes.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, I re- yeah yeah, I I mean I'm sure like a lot of like you know countries in the world us you know have a fucking bomb that can blow half the planet off at this point you know what i mean like you know everyone screams about nuclear war and stuff like that but i i'm i try not to worry too much about nuclear war because i think you know what i mean like if 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 any countries actually wanted to go to nuclear war uh they were prepared to like end the world you know what i mean like it wouldn't just be yeah. war one it would actually the... be some, some like, super villain shit, like, I'm going to destroy the planet.
0: Yeah. And one of the main sort of lines of reasoning that people use for why nukes aren't real is because we never use them since. So from a human nature perspective, that is a really interesting question to ask, is the idea that we have a weapon that is just so sort of powerful that it is considered worldwide to be a forbidden thing like there has not been one madman there has not been one you know dictator with nothing left to lose There has not been any instance where a nuke has been used besides the first two and tests of course
1: i mean north north korea kind of flaunts it a little bit but i don't think they ever will no i i think that
0: uh china has a very tight leash on north korea and most of the fear about North Korea just yeah. comes from Westerners stoking uh, anxiety, so that we can keep on pumping money into the the defense budget. You know, I anybody who thinks North Korea is a legitimate threat is like an idiot.
1: Well, it's scary because they threaten us, but that's the point is to scare us because you know Cause what I mean. But that's are a different they gonna thing. Do? But uh, yeah, they can't. Yeah, no. Um, I- I'm willing to make the argument though that like we haven't used, you know. Weapons of mass destruction like that in, well, oh my God, we're coming up on 100 years, pretty much, right? Only 20 more years to go. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I'm going to say we haven't because boots on the ground makes more money.
0: I mean, the, the reason that we haven't is because of the fact that it is mutually assured destruction. You know, at the end of the day, even the most dep- despotic people care about somebody. You know, it could be just their their son or their wife or whatever. But the idea of literally everyone on Earth, except for, like, a few lucky people who will probably die from radiation poisoning if they make it through the next, you know, six months will die. That's enough to deter people. But I think it's a really interesting sort of, you know, uh, social and psychological idea that we did, in fact, create a weapon so powerful that nobody's used it since it was first demonstrated.
1: I, uh, you know, I th- I think it all comes down to money, though. I mean, look at how much fucking money America is making on, on you know, occupying other countries and all these insurgencies and, like... Yeah, I mean, you can't make money there, if everyone's I, I mean, I'm sure there's, like, I'm sure there's money to be found in creating a, a fucking crater in someone's town, right? But, you know what I mean? Like yeah Uh, the united states like we get so much money from just draining other countries through through having soldiers over there so yeah and it's not even soldiers i I think at this point point, yeah i i really don't think like you know any like if there's gonna be an upcoming war every single fucking war since world war ii has pretty much been about money hasn't it
0: most like major wars in the modern era have been like, at least from the concept of why haven't we used them yet is uh an interesting idea to me but the way that they go into it is by being like why didn't we use nukes in in vietnam why didn't we lo- use nukes in korea like because we would have fucking gotten nuked it's like these people just completely ignored <laughs> the concept of mutually assured destruction rather than being like wow it's incredible that you know nobody's used a nuke because it would destroy the world and everyone's like ah that's the that, we don't want to do that because there's money to be made and there's there's babies to be born i think that the idea of nukes not being real is an offshoot of the fact that the missile gap was a lie the the arms race was essentially just the us burning as much money as it possibly could while pretending that other countries had anywhere near the capability we did there was never really a, a missile gap. There was never really sort of any challenge to America's authority after World War Two. you know? We were scared of the Russians, mm. but the Russians were dirt poor, and they had just lost, like, tens of millions of people to a war, and they had just gotten a whole bunch of their shit bombed, you know? America was the only country to come out on top of World War II. Everyone else was screwed, and that's one of the reasons why America did so well. It's because... Every other, like, major manufacturing center around the world had had the shit bombed out of it. And we were the only people that had factories that were just fucking untouched. They were fine. Uh, If anything, our working class was stronger than ever because of, during World War II, in order for any industry to make something for the war effort, which was pretty much every industry, with the exception of, like, you know, feeding people. It had to be a union job. I think that a big part of... People thinking nukes aren't real comes from the fact that we lied throughout the Cold War in order to just funnel more money into military projects and, you know, enrich contractors. And I think that it just sort of spun out of that where if the missile gap's a lie, what else is a lie? And I think that's where a lot of conspiracy theories come from. I think that it comes from this natural distrust, sort of this natural, uh, if the government's lying about this, what else are they lying about? And what happens is that people who are... Stupid people who are who are mentally vulnerable and can be easily uh suckered are basically shown you know look at all this bad stuff the government did and lied about, wouldn't they be lying about Hillary Clinton eating brains
1: yeah no that's that's exactly it, yeah,
0: but that's basically all I've got uh it's a very fun one, I like sort of the idea. I like I'd like a couple of different scenarios where either the, the b- most boring scenario is that the U.S. and Russia like secretly shook hands and pretended nukes would be real. But my favorite idea is that the U.S. <laughs> pretended having nukes and then Russia pretended having nukes and the U.S. couldn't say Russia can't have nukes. Nukes aren't real. So it was just like one big lie that they uh they just like spat back and forth at each other because they couldn't really reveal it. I do like that. That's fun. Yeah, but, yeah, that's all I've got,
1: so, Gribble? Okay, okay, okay. Um, I mean, I, I I always have a hard time, like, opening up into mine. I never write, like, a fun hook like you do. Um, but, yeah, uh, porn, what's up with that? My penis, that's what's up. <laughs> well, so you've probably encountered some, it, it's typically Christians, right? who will go on Mm -hmm. and spat about how pornography is corrupting our youth and robbing our men of their manliness and how just generally masturbation is, like, frowned upon About Jesus. It it seems to be more of, like, an anti-masturbatory thing than, like, a porn itself thing. So, basically, the theory, it's just, like, your general, like, stupid shit. Like, there's... It's not a big, huge rabbit hole. Like, there's the Christian side of it, and then there's, like, the anti-Semitic side of it. And I don't see, like, a ton of overlap between the two, actually. Huh. You know, like, the generally, the, the, the Christian side of the argument. And it seems weird that I'm kind of splitting the two in half, but I... Like, when I was looking around on the internet, there did, like, see, seem to be a pretty clear difference between the people who like, are against porn because Jesus is watching, and then the people who are against porn because they think the Jews are doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Porn addiction, what do you think? Do you think it's a real thing?
0: Uh, yeah, I think it's a real thing in the same way that, like, weed addiction is real. Yeah,
1: I mean, I I think anything like, can be addictive. You have,
0: you have a basic pleasure response from it, and if you... I don't know. Maybe you just got a little thing that's fucked up in your brain chemistry. That means that just when something makes you feel kind of good, you gotta keep pushing that button. Not in the same sense that heroin's addictive.
1: I, that's generally what the idea of this is, because um, it, it goes basically that like porn is being used as a tool, uh, to make like uh young men desire uh, bursts of dopamine, right, and serotonin and shit like that. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, and that is, like, a key ingredient to, like, what can lead to addiction, and that could be anything. Like, it could, you know, it could mm-hmm. be fucking, it could be Mountain Dew, it could be, uh, you know, vape not vaping, that's nicotine. You know what I mean? Like, like playing with your fucking rubber ball, like, your bouncy ball, if that makes you happy, yeah. and then you can't yeah. stop playing with your bouncy ball. Anything. It could be anything. Same thing with Same with, with touching your dink. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, you know, it is, like, a fact that, you know, masturbating does, like, have biological effects on the body that can create those different, like, chemical responses, right? So, yeah, yeah, I'm not saying, like, none of this shit's real, but I I guess the the levels of nefariousness that a lot of these people kind of bring it to the extreme of, that's a little ridiculous, you know? Like, I'm thinking, like, it's not that fucking serious. But basically, in a lot of these, you know, like, I guess porn truthers, one of their, like, biggest gripes (laughs) (laughs) is that uh, porn addiction is not in the um, Mm DSM-5, or at least as I am saying this. Because, I mean, gaming addiction's in the DSM-5 now. So, like, (laughs) (laughs) I've got to get my fucking disability check, dog.
0: But (laughs) (laughs) My gamer checks.
1: Yeah, Andrew well, they, Yang,
0: twenty twenty four, just for the gamers. They
1: they took gender dysphoria out of the DSM five, but gaming addiction is in the DSM five. But anyway, you know they're they're pretty mad that porn addiction is not in the DSM five, and because of that, they think you know the the medical and science community is against them as well. Like they're in on it, but basically yeah. like porn being used as this vessel to make like you know men become addicted through desiring those uh, bursts of dopamine. It it destroys their dopamine levels and, you know, creates an addiction. And because of that, they'll become – like, they'll have a lot of sexual dysfunctions, which absolutely can happen. Like, if you have a porn addiction and it is, you know, negatively affecting your sex life, that's absolutely a real thing. That can definitely happen, right? Um, Yeah. Engaging and indulging in pornography so much that, like, real life doesn't appeal to you. So you have sexual dysfunctions in those sense. So those are kind of just the topics that these people are really upset about because they think, you know, the entire process of this happening to young men, and it happens to women too, but they think it is it is completely intentional and it was, like, created in order to, like, you know, destroy the, 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 the family unit, the traditional family, the nuclear family, and basically just turn everyone celibate and it goes into a lot of, like, population control and even as far as like destroying the white race which is weird because i don't think yeah that's the one i've heard a lot Yeah, which is weird because i i think everyone (laughs) checks off
0: yeah the neo-nazi one is the one i've heard the most where they say that uh jewish people are basically making interracial porn popular so, so that white people won't have sex with white people
1: yeah, that that just doesn't make sense.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, none I of think, it does. I think,
1: I think <laughs> what? you know, like, the existence of interracial porn or not, or the existence of porn or not, I think interracial relationships are just going to happen. It's been happening for thousands of years. So yeah, like, yeah, people be fucking, dude. Like, that's the thing that gets me about it, is, like, you know, porn has also existed for hundreds of years, right? Albeit it was like a yeah. fucking uh, uh, like a, a a doodle on the side of a pot or something like that, right?
0: Yeah, dude. Imagine having to like scrape into a cave wall some boobies so you can beat off.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Krog, Krog in his cave. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Just imagine all the other cavemen being like, "It's satanic! It's not right!" And this dude just right. emerges from his cave, like, like you... once a day, like to the... get some water. His fucking hair is all fucked up.
1: <laughs> like, you know what I mean? What What is it? Like, we're
0: we're yeah, one of the yeah. only
1: like species of of creatures on the planet next to like dolphins that have sex for pleasure, right? So. I mean, just watch mm-hmm. any fucking animal plan a documentary and there's always a monkey jacking off. Like, it's not unnatural at all. And it's not new. Like, the invention of pornography... Like, what well, I'd say, like, you know, what we know today as pornography was pretty much in the 70s, right? But... Well, I mean... With, like, video. Had... Yeah, yeah,
0: with video. There's been photography for erotic purposes since photography was a thing.
1: Yeah, so... Even back before there was photography, there was drawings, and people were jacking off to those drawings. I, You know what I mean? Like, that's what gets me. Like, th- this is not a new invention. It's just been, like, accelerated yeah. through the means of technology. It's just, And I don't think it's a bad thing. I mean, obviously, if you're struggling with an addiction of it, like, yeah, absolutely. Like, figure that shit out. But I, I don't think it is wrong or unnatural to either... A watch pornography or B masturbate. You know what I mean? Like that's some weirdo shit yeah. to say otherwise. Like you are just you are just a monkey. So I wanna read this Christian one real quick. Cause it's um a lot. This user, he is writing about basically a pastor screaming about porn addiction and stuff like that. And I wanna say, I wanna say, like the you know what I mean? Like put the, the conspiracy and the anti-Semitism and all that wacky shit aside, just the general like the church telling you it's wrong and you're going to hell if you're doing it. Fuck what the church said. Yeah. Like, they just, like, that's the, that's the point of the church is to just make you miserable is to make you obey, take orders. You know what I mean? Hate yourself all the time. So you keep going to church. Like, I don't know. I can't get behind a religion where you're just living in fucking misery and self-hatred all the time. You know what I mean? I mean, I'll read this guy's yeah. little fucking list here because it's actually really sad. I feel bad for this guy. Like, it's fucking vice grip on him, and he's just, you know yeah. what I mean? It's, he, you know, he's writing about his supposed porn addiction, and it makes me wonder if he's even addicted to porn, right? Yeah, he just looks at it, like, once a month. Yeah, like, this, this guy's probably just a normal person, but he's under this fucking veil of the church telling him he's gonna go to hell for just being himself and being a person, right? And I guess yeah. that's just, like, the, the the side of me that, you know, is, like, a, a Satanist and shit like that, because the premise of Satanism is to, like, indulge in the in the pleasures in life as, as so long as they don't infringe on other people's rights, you know what I mean? Yeah,
0: yeah. You know that a dude got kicked out of Heaven's Gate for masturbating like two months before they all killed themselves?
1: What a lucky guy. (laughs) Right? He's still a believer. He he was saved by spanking it. Yeah. Spanking it saved his fucking life. Yeah. (laughs) But, okay, okay, let's read this guy's little thing. So basically, I'm going to skip over the first little part, but he's basically talking about how he watched this video um called like pornography is mind control rewiring your brain and it's this pastor just screaming about how Jesus is watching you and you should hate yourself right mm-hmm. um but he says after listening to this pastor about porn addiction i'm awakened to the truth and i am now strong reasons to stop relapsing anymore God. One.
0: Stop talking about like you're a fucking heroin addict.
1: No, I'm not even kidding. If you like, if you feel strongly about like recovery from drug addiction and all that, like you are gonna be fucking infuriated by the no faps <laughs> Yeah. But I'm not yeah. gonna, I'm I've not gonna like pass dogs. them off too long because I still think, I still think all addictions are valid. You know what I mean? Yeah. But... Yeah. It's just don't call it relapse. Okay, but dude. okay. So... Say that you beat off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Reasons one. Pornography was developed by Satan and his minions and Satanists, including Alistair Crowley. Nice. So he's saying that Alistair Crowley invented pornography. And I'm gonna say right now, it's actually it's more convincing to say that Aleister Crowley invented pornography than like any Hebrew person. So because yeah, Alistair Crowley yeah, was true. a was a weird freaky dude. Yeah. So <laughs> two Porn rewires my brain, and I've already done more than enough damage. Which, Mm. that's just for anything you could get addicted to, baby, it's okay. Three. Yeah. Pornography was created to promote pedophilia, which is a very scalding hot take, but I don't agree with it.
0: Four. There is some nuance to the idea that certain pornographic trends uh, infantilize women and portray them as a lot younger uh as a as a means uh, sexual gratification but
1: anime? that's like yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> let's move on <laughs> all right all right okay four serial killer ted bundy said in an interview that the main reason why he became a serial killer was because of his early addiction to sexual lust and porn which i don't believe is 100 percent correct about ted bundy uh, he might have said that cuz he was a pathological liar yeah. but that was If not you'd like really to believe the, the serial killer. Good... Yeah, you're going to take the serial killer's side. <laughs> Any okay. 5 if I don't stop now I will never meet my wife whom the lord has created for me. Creepy. And he's one of those guys who spells Lord in all caps. (laughs) Six, I have a new business from God that I've been working on for three plus years and I need to succeed so I can help God's people (laughs) around the world. More time I waste and procrastinate, the more people are dying all around the world who needs my help. So people are.
0: Oh, this guy is a libertarian. Because
1: he took because he took five minutes to fucking spank it. Someone died. (laughs)
0: Every time you masturbate, (laughs) at least 10 people have died.
1: But isn't that what, like, the church tells, like, kids? Like, every time you touch yourself, an angel cries?
0: I, I, I wouldn't know, but that sounds like some crazy shit they'd say.
1: Okay, so fuck what he's saying. He's, like, crying about, like, his family, his future kids, his future grandchildren. Like, basically, if he keeps masturbating like a normal human then he's not going to have any of those, which I guess it depends on the extremities that you take it to, but it doesn't... I, I'm convinced that the guy who wrote this, like, w- didn't have a real problem. Yeah. He was just told any he had of a these, problem.
0: Any of these, uh... uh religion-obsessed anti anti-masturbation people will fucking whip themselves for 50 years because they jerked off once. Like, it's not an addiction. You just yeah. hate yourself for doing something that you feel a natural inclination towards.
1: But someone told you to hate yourself for that.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I, I'm going to skip over a lot of it because it's just bullshit after that. Yeah. It's not funny. But this one says, uh, this is number 10. Uh, I want to be part of the rapture when Lord Jesus Christ returns to take the bride to heaven during seven year tribulation on earth. It would be such a shame if I missed rapture because of my porn addiction.
0: <laughs> when you're beating your meat so hard, you miss when Jesus comes back.
1: Jesus' Jesus's best homegirl was a hooker.
0: <laughs> yeah. Dude, uh, dude. no, but just imagine a dude who's, like, having, like, a 12-hour jack sesh, and by the time he gets outside, the rapture's already happened.
1: Yeah. Uh, okay, so that was just uh, basically from Nofap Christian, But there is a NoFap website. A whole website. And it looks like it just wants to sell you shit. But basically... <laughs> Um, here's a description from NoFap. NoFap is a comprehensive community-based porn recovery website, which, okay, sure, right? If people want help, they should get help, right? It doesn't matter what it mm-hmm. is, but... And they go on, but basically, right now, they're doing, um... It's, it's a donation drive, uh, because... Alexander Rhodes, the founder of NoFap, basically uh, he's filing a lawsuit for defamation, supposedly from entities who are closely associated with the porn industry. So <laughs> he's up here saying that basically the porn industry is trying to take him down from helping young men stop masturbating. So he's filing a lawsuit against them and... um. They are at $162,000 right now.
0: Dude, I gotta get in on this. Fuck it, I'm nofap now. 100 grand?
1: Hell yeah. I'll pretend not to <laughs> masturbate for 100 grand. Yeah. The highest donation uh pledged to Mr. Alex is $5,000.
0: Good God. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, it's fucking crazy. You
0: know how many um... stimmies
1: that is? <laughs> but, I mean, and I see that, and it seems kind of scammy, doesn't it?
0: Oh yeah, absolutely.
1: Like it's it's it, and you know it, it seems like they're preying on these young men who who feel like, you know, they have a problem and they need help. And then they get into this like community and it's like, "Okay, where's where's your money now?" You know what I mean? Yeah. That's just me personally. I'm not I maybe I'm completely wrong, but um if you go on just the general nofap subreddit it's a lot of shaming people. Well, they basically, you know, it's, it's like a community page where they share their success stories, uh, motivational posts, um, and a lot of it on NoFap. It's not even porn addiction. It's just not even masturbating. But a lot of these people on the subreddit believe that it is, like, genuinely a societally corrupt function to, like, control people, to addict people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they think it is a real substantial like drug created by our society. The word "society" gets thrown out or, uh, <laughs> around on here a lot, which is really funny because I just think of the Joker. Yeah, we we gotta yeah. say
0: we do live in one.
1: <laughs> yeah, but um, I guess here's here's I guess we're going into the the, the anti-Semitism part, um, which is weird, um, because there's there's a lot of like very machismo types who don't masturbate because they think it retains their their manliness and their testosterone you know what i mean yeah and also that is just generally a sign of degeneracy and all that shit right Mm -hmm. which is just annoying like get over yourself but yeah basically websites like companies that own a lot of pornography websites are owned by jewish men right well aren't like the top ten porn websites owned
0: by the same dude.
1: Yeah, yeah, like so it's uh, it's just Pornhub. one guy,
0: it's just one guy with a burg in his last name, and they all go crazy.
1: Yes, that's it, basically. Yeah, like Pornhub X Hamster, that kind of shit. It's all owned by the same company, which is owned by the same guy, right? Because mm. it's all the same thing. But I guess, I yeah, you know what? If it wasn't owned by a Jewish guy, I bet none of this shit would exist. Okay, but basically a lot of, um, I guess, like, white nationalists, the alt-right, they all, like, not all, but um a big chunk, like, a surprisingly big chunk, like, really do think that the porn industry, because, you know, there's the theory that Hollywood and the general media and shit like that is controlled by the jews and porn is part of the media industry so therefore Mm -hmm. it's controlled by the jews right so yeah you know it goes back to the idea that supposedly the jewish people are putting this to eradicate white people which makes no sense (laughs) because it's not just white people jacking off
0: (laughs) well to them only white people exist they think of the world in terms of the whites
1: yeah yeah
0: and everything, everything that exists in the world is to get the white man.
1: Yeah, proud boys. <laughs> uh, the proud boys, they like they they won't. The proud boys are not allowed to masturbate because it's supposed to like keep them mentally sharp, physically, you know, fit, and and also <laughs> to like prevent them from getting these um weird sexual like deficiencies and stuff like that because. I guarantee, like, it doesn't make any fucking difference, but... Dude, if I um,
0: if I were to describe the average Proud Boy, it would not be mentally sharp or physically fit.
1: No, they're all tubby with little arms. Yeah,
0: they're all dudes who got called gay for liking My Little Pony, so they became fucking racists.
1: <laughs> yeah! Yeah, if you put some of those dudes into My Little Pony pajama pants. <laughs> but basically, um, even uh, Gavin Mc... Gavin McInnes, right? Is that how you say it?
0: Mm-hmm. Gavin McInnes. Um, oh, it doesn't really McInnes?
1: matter. Fuck that guy. I don't want to get his name, right? Yeah. But basically, he was saying that uh, we accidentally discovered that quitting porn improves your life. So you got you got Gavin in on this shit. He's like, "Yep, Proud Boys don't jerk off because I mean," and he's not. He even if he doesn't outright say it's because of the anti semitism, it is because of the anti semitism, and we we all know that.
0: Wait, so you're telling me a guy who, uh, on video, live, shoved a dildo up his ass, is against masturbation? Yes. Damn. He he
1: he specifically said porn, but we know that means also masturbation. Yeah, yeah. And it's weird because you get a lot of, like, there's a lot of, uh, like, anonymous comments where people are doing the- the echo- on the word porn industry, yeah, but basically, uh, David Duke, <laughs> David Duke even once wrote on Twitter, Jews dominate porns. Why are Christians okay with that? So uh, it gets wild, it gets wacky. <laughs> like Paul Nellen, he is a pro-white advocate he was suspended on twitter um he was suspended on twitter for posting a video called the jewish role in the porn industry Mm -hmm. and he's been fucking banned but um Yeah. yeah that's that's pretty it's just funny they're fucking weird and it doesn't even make any fucking sense at all yeah i will also add um something about the oh i found a website I forgot the name of it. I didn't write it down, but it was a different website from NoFap and I was I was digging around on the website and I found <laughs> a Me Too section because the the website that promotes, you know, it was a it was a Christian website against masturbation, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they claim that porn actually increases sexual assaults. So, being anti-masturbation is actually pro Me Too movement, which that gave me an aneurysm even just saying.
0: Yeah. That hurts to hear.
1: Yeah, it's really fucking funny. Like, uh, I, I, I guarantee you a lot of these people don't actually have a porn addiction. Like, they were just told I guarantee do, you and... a lot of
0: these people secretly jerk off.
1: Yeah, it, it's it's pretty, uh, like, you can go on the NoFap subreddit and there's someone, like, relapsed after 133 days. I hate myself so much right now. <laughs> It's actually really sad
0: <laughs> it's fucked up man I don't know I've been friends with a handful of heroin addicts and it just so it just pisses me off so much when uh language for addicts gets co-opted by fucking dweebs like this like you're not you're not addicted to chocolate or jerking off or even weed to the same extent as somebody who fucking sticks a needle in their neck you know it's just it's just annoying yeah. as hell it's fucking like don't call it a relapse
1: just say I broke my jerk-off streak.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I beat my meat. Like, that's all... <laughs> <laughs> also, do these people think wet dreams are evil? Or do they consider that, like, Jesus jerking you off while you sleep?
1: Um, I thought it was if you had an STD, it means you fucked a, a devil in your sleep.
0: No, I mean wet dreams. Wet dreams? Yeah, like when you come, when you're sleeping? Have you, You've heard of them, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, I know about I know what a bedroom, <laughs> but I I haven't heard any haven't heard any like weird religious things about them. Oh, another thing about the fucking nofap they keep calling themselves slaves to porn and that that's gross. Don't say that. Yeah. <laughs> like I I will not become a slave of this ever again or today uh day of recording is uh January 2nd, 2021 and the nofap subreddit is all collectively agreeing their New Year's revolution is to go an entire 365 days every day of 20-funny-one 20, not jerking off. So let's wish them well. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck, boys! Yeah, I guess that's that's where I'm at pretty much. I didn't want to get too much into the anti-Semitism stuff because it's just not fun and it's just fucking stupid. But the yeah. entire phenomena of, of, of porn and masturbation being evil or, you know, implanted into our society is is pretty silly.
0: Yeah, uh I got to say my favorite anti-masturbation thing that I've ever seen was uh it was a green text of a guy saying that basically pornography makes everyone into a cuck and it's trying to give everyone cuckold fetishes because you're watching a dude get fucked.
1: Okay, yeah, I I saw in like one forum of like just these weird fucking dudes talking about how evil porn is, you know. Mm-hmm. Um one of them dropped a, a quote From beloved Aldous Huxley, (laughs) as political and economic freedom diminishes, sexual freedom tends compensating to increase. What a nerd! So they like drop that quote as if like that was a bad thing. Yeah, like what? (laughs) Like is sexual freedom a bad thing? Like you guys are fucking puritanical as hell. It's just annoying. Yeah, you guys
0: don't have fun. This is truly yeah. what no pussy does to a motherfucker. Yeah. And on that note
1: Like, come on. Yeah, I'm done. We're done. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thanks for listening. Uh you know, you know where to find us. You know our Twitter, Deep State O oh Mind. Uh our email if you want to say anything to us. Call us cute. Uh you know, tell us a joke. We got state of at gmail dot com. Um yeah, I've been thinking about starting a Patreon. Mostly just because I'm using the sock as my uh pop filter. But
1: yeah, I mean if you do, I'll let you take all the I'll ta- I'll let you take the little the the the, the dollars. I'll, le- I'll let you take the dollars until you get a better setup and then then we can Hell yeah. figure something else out. All
0: right. Uh thanks so much for listening and have a great day. Bye.